Welcome one and welcome all to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, he is me. I am your host, D.L. Snowden. We are recording live here in the great sunshine state of Florida in Miami here on assignment, doing some things and taking care of some business, but we have not forgotten nor have we forsaken the task at hand of this wonderful podcast called He Is No Expert. We want to first start, as always, by thanking each and every one of our listeners who really blew up the episode last week that discussed the transformative power of the cross. In that same vein, we're going to continue with another Sunday selection based in and around the Word of God. Again, if this isn't your cup of tea, certainly find another episode. But right now, we're about to dig in to the Word. Let's go. So last week we talked about the transformative power of the cross, and this week I want to continue that same narrative, that same idea, that same motif, if you will. Uh, And I have one simple scripture, and I'll read the A clause of it, and it says this. It is Luke chapter 15, verse 20. So he got up and went to his father so he got up and went to his father this whole season we have been focusing on answering questions so the question we seek to answer today in this Sunday selection is where does transformation begin now Luke 15 is where we find the story of the prodigal son. The story begins in the 15th chapter, around the 11th verse, and it tells the story of a man who has two sons. And the younger of his sons says, Hey, Dad, I want my share of the estate right now. Give it to me, and I'll do what I want with it. The younger son gets that, And he goes away and he spends his money as any of us would, being newly exposed to a windfall and sudden wealth in our woeful desires and salacious yearnings in our youth. And he spends it on, as one translation says, riotous living. Then one day, of course, he runs out of money. And he's at his wit's end, so he hires himself out to someone in the country in which he is residing to feed the pigs. He's hungry, he's broke, he's destitute. All the friends he had when the money was long have seemingly evaporated into the abyss. And now he's here amongst pigs, amongst swine. And verse number 16 of that 15th chapter says, He longed, from the NIV, to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating. I said this in conversation with a dear friend uh, the other day. I think sometimes God allows us 
to have challenges allows us to reach moments of desperation, moments of what else do I have so that we might understand that he is the appropriate solution. Some of us may not have sought counsel, help, or God without the catalyst of bad times, without the catalyst of loss, without the catalyst of tragedy happening upon our life's journey. So we find him here and he says in his mind, I'm going to fill my belly with the slop that the hogs have. But then an epiphany happens in verse number 17 of that 15th chapter of Luke. He says, it says this, when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will anecdotally take some license of that stinking, broke, busted, and disgusted. And I'm truly considering eating the slop they feed the hogs. Verse 18, he goes further in his cognitive progression and says this in the New National Version. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Verse 19, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And this is our pivotal verse that I read in the beginning. The A clause, verse 20 says this, So he got up and went to his father. Where does transformation begin in my humble opinion? And I am no expert. It begins when you realize you have a problem. those who have been involved either directly or tangentially with the AA organization understand that the first step of the 12 is to acknowledge that you have a problem. This young man, having spent his money, having lost his so-called friends, having found himself destitute to the point where he's going to eat whatever refuse they give to the hogs acknowledged he had a problem but in that moment he also had enough faith had enough wisdom had enough wherewithal to understand that even in his father's house the lowest paid the low man on the totem pole a woman on the totem pole ate better than the hogs so the first step and where transformation begins is acknowledging that Houston, we got a problem. My left is right, my right is left, my up is down and my down is up. Something is wrong. Something needs to be recalibrated in my life. It is the acknowledgement that you have. And many of us in our lives and in our relationships will ignore such things. I've said often we will take red flags in our relationships, whether they be platonic familiar or otherwise and we will bleach that red flag so it's at least light pink but sometimes it is to our best and to our benefit and most efficacious if we call a thing a thing 
this young man realized he had a problem. He realized that there was a solution. But then, verse 20, is where it gets good. He decided to do something about it. So first step, acknowledge you have a problem. Second step, brainstorm possible solutions. And third step, verse 20, do something about it. Verse 20 goes on to say this. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off. So here's the thing. Every transformation will look different. And the story really in verse 20 covers a lot of ground because what we don't see is the fact that we were introduced to this young man. He got this money and he went a far way away from home. So I can imagine in his journey, in his returning home, he traveled some miles, some days, potentially months. The story does not specify, but to get back home, it took some time. So understand the journey of transformation. One begins when you realize you have a problem. Two, when you brainstorm solutions. And three, when you begin to do something. And understand the do something stage, even the brainstorming phase of this, can and will take some time. Can and will take some determination. Can and will take some resiliency on your part. To keep putting one foot in front of the other. To keep getting out of bed. And that may be going to the gym. That may be apologizing to a spouse or a loved one you have wronged over and over and over again. The process of transformation is consolidated in verse 20. It doesn't recount how many miles he had to walk. How many friends he saw along the way that go, hey, man, didn't we party together? Wasn't that, wasn't that you? Man, you were big time. You had all that money. What, man, what happened? You smell like pig. <laughs> you know? It fast forwards through that. But I want to be real as someone who's trying to, in various areas of my own life, transform, change, evolve, and reconcile let you know that that process is not instantaneous. So if you're in that step, you're in that process, I implore and encourage you to keep going forward. One day, you will see the full manifestation of your transformation. Now for this young man, he was met halfway. His father saw him after he traveled so long and he embraced him and he had a party and all those things that happened and you can read through the rest of the verse it starts at again Luke 15 chapter and verse 11 on through the end of that 15th chapter but transformation begins with those three pivotal steps and I'm done one recognizing there is a problem there's something that's off and I gotta fix it This young man said, look, it's not like me to be one to eat slop. It's not like me to be on all fours hanging out with pigs. Two, he started brainstorming solutions. When he said, even at my daddy's house, the lowest paid, the least among my father's servants are eating better 
culinary choices than this right here. And verse 20 is where the fullness of that transformation began. It says, so he got up in the NIV version, New International Version, and he went to his father. As I close, I say this to you. I don't know what your belief system is, but mine is one of a Christian basis. And I'm not trying to get your money. I don't want to knock you down. I don't want to tell you who your husband, your wife is when you get down. I'm not doing all that. But what I'm saying is this. Transformation begins when we do, as the Bible teaches in Matthew, I want to say around chapter number six. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. And all of these things will be added unto you. Oftentimes we have spiritual dyslexia. (laughs) We seek our own righteousness. We seek our own self-gratitude. And then when we end up in the pig pen, then when we end up with our back against the wall, we seek Christ. I suggest to you before... The sea gets rough before the storm clouds roll in. Do like this young man did in this A clause of verse 20. Get up and go to the Father. As always, thank you for listening to He Is No Expert, uh, which is sponsored by DantesDeals.com, D-O-N-T-E-S-Deals.com. This has been another Sunday selection. We're going to do these every Sunday until I can't. No more. Another episode is forthcoming this week where we'll talk about news and current events and other things, but I think it's important to take time and so that we all know, or at least have the opportunity to hear, that God is a viable option. That everybody talking about God is not a shyster trying to get your money or who dunk you or hoodwink you or anything like that. As always, thank you for listening to He Is No Expert. I pray God's choicest blessings. And all the best find your path in life. And if you haven't listened to some of our old episodes, please, ma'am, please, sir, go back, listen, tell somebody, share this with somebody. We appreciate it. For now, we're out.